0: off everything at PuffWorks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's B-L-W-P-O-D. Use that sucker at checkout at PuffWorks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. The problem with the sauces at the store is that they tend to be too high in sodium. I'm cool with less than 100 milligrams of sodium per serving for a food that I'm going to serve to my baby. This is an episode for those of you who love recipes. I know some people like to learn how to make the food safe for baby led weaning and other people are like, can you please just tell me exactly what to make? So this is an episode about sauces and it's five baby led weaning sauce recipes to make swallowing safer. Now, you might hear me talk very often about the importance of ensuring that we're not feeding baby dry foods, like dry carbohydrate foods, dry protein foods, because those foods increase choking risk. We say, well, how can you make them less dry? Well, you can cook them different ways or choose different cuts of meat or make different variations of the whole grain. But you can also always add a dipper or a topper or a sauce to your food in order to add more moisture, which in turn can help babies swallow their food more easily. So I have created a free download for you guys that has five baby lead weaning sauce recipes to help make swallowing safer. I'm gonna link to them directly on the show notes page for this episode. So for those of you who don't like to listen to the whole episode and just want the download, blwpodcast.com forward slash 207. But the key with these sauces is that they're low sodium. Because yeah, you could go to the store and buy the same five sauces, which I'm gonna go through pretty quickly in a second. You could buy them and serve them to your baby. But the problem with the sauces at the store is that they tend to be too high in sodium. So our general rule of thumb for baby led weaning, and this is my rule of thumb, but it works pretty well having done this now exclusively for a number of years. I've worked with tens of thousands of families and most families are in agreement with like, hey, there's no hard and fast guidelines about sodium. I'm cool with less than 100 milligrams of sodium per serving for a food that I'm gonna serve to my baby. The rationale being, Most of the foods that we serve to our babies for baby-led weaning, they don't come from a package or have added salt. So occasionally if they do, we want to keep it low. But what's low? Well, less than 100 is, I think, a pretty good benchmark. It's pretty hard to find. Most foods in commercial food variety, less than 100 milligrams of sodium. So when you do, jump on it because that might work for your baby. But also keeping in mind that babies don't eat the full portion size that we as adults do. And the adult portion is the size that's listed on the nutrition facts panels of your food labels. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and better help can help you visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. So let's talk about these five baby led weaning sauce recipes that you can use to make swallowing safer. I've put together the actual recipe for you. Again, that's at blwpodcast.com forward slash 207. But I wanna get into which five recipes are in there and how you might use them. So in case you grab this download or you're looking at sauces, or maybe you are inspired to make your own sauces, which some of you guys are adventurous and do that. Or if you've never made a sauce before, I wanna let you know how easy it is to do. All right, so I've got five recipes and I'm gonna go in the order that they are in the download. The first one is called Japanese Sesame Sauce, also known as goma dare. So, goma means sesame in Japanese. Caitlin is one of the dietitians who helps us out here. If you follow me on Instagram at Baby Led Team, you've probably seen Caitlin's nieces and nephews because in the past two years, she's done 100 first foods four different times with them. So, not only is she a dietitian, but she is like a 100 first food savant at this point. She actually helped me design the original 100 First Foods program back in 2016. So Caitlin's been with us for a while. And this is a recipe that's adapted from her mom's gomadare recipe. So we did some variations to this recipe, like soy sauce, as you know, really high in salt. So we substituted what's called coconut aminos. I share in the download, like where you can get these. And I don't like to put a lot of weirdo ingredients and I'm not calling you a weirdo if you use coconut aminos all the time, but it's like probably not something... You're as apt to have in your pantry as you would for, let's say, soy sauce. But kind of explaining the rationale and then how we got the sodium down in each of these sauces to less than 100 milligrams. And for those of you that don't care about numbers, you're like, I'll just make the recipe the way it is. But trust that per the serving that we listed, it's less than 100 milligrams. So this is a wonderful sauce for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's a way to introduce your baby to sesame, right? Sesame is one of the big nine allergenic foods. It's actually the newest allergenic food. And you can use this sauce to accompany things like noodles or fish or soups. Gomadare traditionally used with shabu-shabu, which is like thinly sliced meat cooked along with vegetables. I do not recommend serving your baby solid strips of steak. I have lots of other content throughout the podcast and my other resources about how we can make beef safe for babies, but it's not with cuts of steak. So if you are making other safer cuts of meat for your baby, you might try using this gomadare recipe Also a great way to introduce your baby again to that potentially allergenic food, sesame. The next sauce that I'm including for you guys is a low-sodium marinara sauce. Now, sometimes you can find low-sodium marinara sauces, but then they have a ton of added sugar in them. Or sometimes you can find the low-sugar ones, but they have a ton of salt. It's actually so easy to make a delicious low-sodium marinara sauce, and it's very, very affordable. So I love this particular recipe because... Like, I'm not Italian, but every time I make this recipe, I feel like I am. My kids are like, it smells so good. I love this recipe because the tomatoes really stand out. There's this nice garlic flavor to it that adds a little bit of tang. And, you know, babies do not need to eat bland food, but they also don't need like super high salt, high sugar canned marinara sauce. So tomatoes, of course, contain vitamin C. Vitamin C is important because it helps your baby absorb iron from the other foods you're feeding. If you're using pasta, which is a great way to introduce your baby to that potentially allergenic food, usually when we start, we just do the single food on its own a few times to make sure baby can tolerate the wheat, et cetera, as the potentially allergenic food. But then you're like, okay, I'm tired of, you know, plain pasta. I'm looking at some marinara, especially if the rest of the family is going to eat it. This is a low sodium marinara sauce that your whole family will love. Besides baby led weaning, what other type of podcasts do you like to listen to? Every episode of Slaycation also includes humor and takeaway and travel tips that are going to keep your next family vacation from becoming your last. So if you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The third recipe in this handout that I have for you guys is chimichurri sauce. Okay. Chimichurri is a staple of Argentinian cuisine. It's there's lots of different chimichurri variations. The one I love has parsley and basil. But I have a friend from Argentina who told me like, it's a complete bastardization of chimichurri and you shouldn't have both. And, and people get like really passionate about what should and shouldn't go in chimichurri. Some are pro cilantro, others are not. Traditionally, chimichurri is used to accompany grilled meats, but it also makes like a great condiment for other dishes like pasta. You can always add salt after for yourself for chilies or jalapenos if you want to make it spicier but I think you'll love this sauce. It's also very high in fat. Remember, we want fat. Fat is very important for babies and they're still developing brains. The fourth recipe I have for you guys in the low sodium sauce handout or feeding guide is an aioli sauce. Now, I love aioli, but it tends to be really, really, really high in salt. It's so easy to make, okay? It's at its core, it's a combination of garlic and oil. There's some versions that have egg yolk or mayonnaise. This one does actually use mayonnaise Mayonnaise can contain egg and usually soy as well, both of which are big eight allergenic foods. So you want to make sure your baby's been exposed to both of those on their own without any reaction before you would try this recipe if it's like the first time your baby's having some of those allergenic foods. um, You can use this as a dipping sauce. I do it a lot with for proteins like chicken or fish. Again, as with all the recipes, you can always add more salt after if you want to. But I think if you're interested in tasting the foods, not the salt, I'm married to a man who just like salts everything that I make before he even eats it. I'm like, how do you even know if it's not gonna have enough salt? He's like, I know how you cook and I know it doesn't have enough salt for me. So a lot of adults may wanna add salt to these after you portion out your baby's part, or some of you will make these and then portion it so you have sauces to make the food softer and safer for your baby to eat. And then the last recipe that I'm giving you guys is a low sodium peanut satay sauce. Peanuts are legume. They're one of the big eight allergenic foods peanuts are not all legumes, that is. And we want to introduce babies to peanuts early and often to help prevent food allergy down the road. But you're likely aware that thick globs of nut butter or intact nuts, not safe for early eaters, they can actually be a choking hazard. So you can thin out those nut butters, making them safer for babies, which is what I did in this peanut satay recipe. So peanut satay sauce usually served alongside chicken in Thai food culture. Um, When we're doing chicken, we like to offer the darker cuts of meat, right? The fattier ones, the legs, the wings, the thighs, as opposed to chicken breasts, which can be really dry. So the fat and the moisture of the legs, the wings, the thighs, those dark cuts of chicken, they work to reduce choking risk for your baby. And then you can add the sauce on top of it. Kind of a unique way to introduce your baby to peanut protein as well, if you haven't done that one. So just kind of a quick episode for you. I'd love to share these five low-sodium sauce recipes with you don't forget, we don't serve babies dry food. Adding low-sodium dippers, toppers, sauces is a great way to help make the baby-led weaning foods you're preparing even safer for your early eater. To download these recipes one more time, head to blwpodcast.com forward slash 207. And then if you make any of the recipes, tag me in your pictures at Baby Led wean Team. I love to see like the sauce makers in action in the kitchen and love to see your little babies enjoying their foods safely with these low sodium sauces.